0: we're on the road where transportation goes community grows welcome to on the road with the mta and welcome to another exciting edition of on the road with the mta i'm jay gibbons alongside with stephanie Kay from the mta that's how is right. stephanie
1: i'm great and i'm really proud to work at the mta we do so much for the community and providing yes, rides do. and transportation that's safe and comfortable and reasonable. And we're out there all the time. I don't know if you see all, all the cars out there for rides to wellness, your ride.
0: See the buses.
1: Yeah, big buses, small cars, SUVs, smaller buses. We have it all out there. And I'm just so glad that we can do that. And Mr. Benning, our CEO, had once said, well, you might not need it right now. You might not need the public transportation. Today you could be driving, but tomorrow you might I'll be riding. riding. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, it's there for you. If you don't need it, that's fine too. You can drive around. But I'll tell you one thing about using public transportation is to worry about parking, finding a parking spot, getting a parking ticket. Uh-huh. Where can I park? Where can I park? I know a lot of people have told me downtown can be so frustrating because they're not sure why they're getting tickets. And I had that question, too. And I had a chance to talk to a friend of mine who just met. She's wonderful. Her name is Brandy Curtis, and she's executive assistant over there at the DDA. And she's going to help us explain about these tickets and how not to get one and how to avoid that mess. So, Brandy, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, thank you for inviting me, guys. I appreciate it. Well, I know. How long have you been at the DDA now?
2: I'm um, going on five years. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. Well, you must hear a lot of people complain about, hey, I got a ticket, right? Don't you hear that quite often?
2: I hear it all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I know that you are really helpful at trying to get people through it. And I've appreciated your help in the past. So I want to ask you, well, how can people stop from getting a ticket? Because I was parking someplace recently and there was a parking meter. that's number 45. I put money in and then I got a ticket. And they it's, it's interesting because I'll take a picture of your car. So they can prove this is where you were, where you shouldn't have been there. And it said, I should not have parked there. I thought, but why? There was a parking meter there and I paid for it. And you explained it to me. You were so helpful. So explain to them why I got a ticket in that area. <laughs>
2: okay. Um, so what happens is, is downtown you have parking spaces, but we also have these things that are called red and yellow curbs. So there are parking meters by those spaces, but they say, do not park. But those are on the insides of the poles. And as we're always taught when we do things, you go to the front of your car to make sure that you're parked correctly. Well, with the system that we have downtown, because it's parallel parking spaces, you have to worry about the numbers and the information on the insides of the poles. And that seems to be a mass amount of confusion and why a lot of people get tickets, because it's a whole completely different setup than we're all used to.
1: Oh, that makes sense because I didn't go to the street and look forward. I just saw the number 45. I got out. I even asked a gentleman next to me, is this correct? I mean, I number 45. He said, yep, sure
0: is. Did the gentleman have a badge? And no okay so then he wasn't awful change, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he parked with me in front of me and he i don't think he got the ticket so oh. yeah good to know i i know that um blue lines are for this disabled you know my mom has a, a handicap sticker so i understand the blue ones but the red ones are for police and what are the yellow ones for
2: um so yellow are for police and red are for police and fire hydrants oh. so for fire safety okay um the yellow ones um, are typically meant for police officer only spaces in those particular areas and then the blue are handicapped I the blue. disabled yeah. spaces I didn't but the there's blue. also some confusion with those
1: oh why like why is so that?
2: everybody thinks that the blue spaces as long as you have a handicap placard you get to park and park for free right. that's actually not true you can park in those spaces and you still have to pay unless you have this specialized endorsement oh. that you get from the secretary of state that says that you can park there for free based on certain criterias and that's a new thing that everybody's also had to learn is there's two different kinds of handicap placards.
1: Ah. Oh, I did not know that. Well there you go. Yes. I know there are different areas uh, options of parking. You have the flat lot which is five dollars and then you also have the Rutherford. Yep. Is that five dollars as well the Rutherford parking
2: ramp? Yep. The Rutherford Parking Deck is $5, and then we also have the Riverfront Ramp, um, which is off of Beach Street that connects to the U of M Pavilion itself um, over there. So that's also an additional place to park, and it puts you right at Riverbank Park so you can watch all the shows that happen down there or just have fun playing by the river.
1: Oh, all right. So that's a different place, because I know there is a parking ramp in behind the uh, the pavilion, but there's also one across the street at the... Right. At the hotel. So those are, okay. I know the flat lot, but there's also the ramp across the flat lot then.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Is,
0: is thats that, is that $5 all day?
2: Yeah, it
1: is. Okay, Great good to know people don't know that and so they try to find a parking spot on the street and then they get themselves in a situation like i did where i thought this is fine It's a white line or what it was a yellow line i didn't even see the yellow line to be honest with you i think it was snowing i don't know but anyway i, was, I so <laughs> yeah, now it on the
0: snow oh okay. that's All it right. but no
1: it couldn't have been because you guys you said you take a picture and the picture showed yes. it looked like a white line in the picture but you said it's a black and white picture that's why i didn't notice it was yellow is that correct yep.
2: yeah that that is true Um, And I know some of them in the city do need to be upgraded with the paint, but they're doing an up and coming bricks project where they're tearing out sidewalks and replacing them. So they're redoing everything when it comes to that project being done next year.
1: Well, I wonder how we can get the knowledge out there. This is the one way, you know, of course, on the podcast, because having known that now I know to go to the front of that parking meter and where it says no parking will be facing like Saginaw Street. Is that correct?
2: No, it'd be facing your car. So oh. Every time you get out of your car, if you stand at your passenger door and look left and right, the insides are going to say either no parking, telling you you can't park there, or you're going to have a set of numbers that match. So that's how you go and pay the meter, too. So if you're going to pay the meter and your space number, let's say, says two and two on the insides of those poles, your space number would be two. If you're in a no parking zone, it'll say no parking and no parking says how you that you needed to move your vehicle
1: i didn't see the new parking i saw 45 that's so weird but good to know now i'm learning because i don't want to get a ticket so no one wants a ticket they and i know you want people to continue coming downtown so you want to make it easy too
2: most definitely that's why i would love i would love to teach everybody how to do it and that way there's no confusion and there's no scaring to not want to come downtown to be able to see all the great stuff that we have down here
1: well okay that's a good point is there a website people can go and learn this is there a pamphlet you can give out is there some kind of information maybe when they do get a ticket put a pamphlet in there saying here's what you did wrong and here's how to fix it
2: yep so we actually have on our flintdda.org website There's actually a video tutorial that walks you through everything. It shows you a street, right on the street, exactly how to use the meters. Um, We also have paperwork in our office. And then we also have a mobile app where people can download the mobile app and pay what's called a concierge service, which it automatically reads your license plate and helps you pay for your parking because it knows exactly where you're parked. Um, And then we also do go out on the street and help everybody, but the meters themselves have a big red help button in the upper left-hand corner when you press it on the street. It will also give you a walkthrough tutorial on where to find your parking space and how to pay for parking to guarantee you don't receive a ticket.
1: Well, that sounds pretty simple and well, like straightforward and like very informational, but I don't know why. I never noticed that.
0: <laughs>
2: I never <laughs> saw that help button.
1: <laughs> now I feel kind of foolish, but I have learned. I know it's hard to find parking because a lot of people going downtown Flint. Oh yeah, find a spot. And I'm not the greatest at parallel parking, so I try to avoid that at all costs.
0: Uh, I'm a pretty good at wi- uh, parallel parking. Are so, you?
1: Yeah. A friend of mine, Kathleen Gazelle. She doesn't even drive because she's legally blind. I'm not saying do. She'll tell you to her herself. I'm not talking behind her back at all. She just she will share that with you. And she is the very best parallel parker. She said, I'll get out of the car. And I thought, really? You can't even drive up. But I can do it. And <laughs> she is a whiz at it. She could actually make money by standing on South Saginaw Street and parking cars for people. She's just amazing that way.
0: They do have cars now that park themselves.
1: I've seen that. Yeah. I don't know if I would trust that. I don't know. I agree. <laughs> so now, I've got another question for you. If somebody gets a ticket, like my ticket was $45, okay. people are asking, where does that money go? Where does all
2: the, the parking fees go? go. So the money that we receive from the parking tickets, we do beautification downtown. So as the Flint DDA, we actually handle all of the flowers that are downtown, the benches, the trash cans. We handle picking up all the trash in the downtown area. Um, We do snow removal downtown. We do the um, light bulbs in the arches. We clean up Riverbank Park. Um, We do all the grass cutting. We have our hands in a whole bunch of pots but our main thing is is to make it inviting and want people to come down here so if you do receive those tickets they do go to beautifying the city so you can be able to see each piece that goes into it um we want to put the money back out there to make everybody want to come down here so that's why we want to make sure people understand where the ticket money goes and how it happens so
0: if you let's say if you get a lot of tickets uh do they name a garden after you?
2: <laughs> you know what? At this rate, I will name a garden after you. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, can people actually donate just to that cause to keep Flint looking nice? They could. Um, that is something I could actually look into. That is a great idea. I never really thought about that. Um, but I think it would be perfect because there's a lot of spaces down here that need a little bit more love. Um, and I do know that you can adopt parks and stuff, but maybe there's a, a corner that you think needs some beautification. I think we can make something
1: work. I like that idea. Mm, It can be like a get out of jail free car. Like I gave you a hundred (laughs) dollars towards that flower bed. I just got a ticket. Can you uh, take care (laughs) of that? (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, people do want to make Flint look better. I mean, really, we all want Flint to succeed. Who doesn't? And do you have some nice restaurants down there? And we just want to make it as easy as we can to make the businesses thrive Mm -hmm. and to bring people down to enjoy it all, especially after a play at the Capitol or something. They want to go and enjoy the area. Exactly
2: exactly and i think there's a lot of hidden gems down here and i don't we don't want parking to deter people from coming down to to see all the great things that are down here all of the small businesses everybody works really hard down here to do the best they can to make things amazing so i think i would love to Make sure there's no way people get tickets to be able to come get scared from not coming down here. Right, exactly.
1: My brother works at the uh, Christian Science Reading Room, so he parks at the flat lot across the street. I'll go see him for lunch, and we'll go around the corner to the, um, I think it's called Shops on the Corner. That's a fun little place. I don't know if that's still open. I hope it is. And then there was the Whaley's Children's Center's um, resale shop right down the street from that. So uh, there's, yeah. there's
2: things people don't even know
1: about down there. Right. It's in the Ferris
2: the, wheel? Mm-hmm. And, and that's got a new coffee shop in it. Um, That's the Mish Coffee. Um, We have an amazing photographer who just moved in downtown, um, who takes beautiful pictures. Um, We've got a t-shirt shop downtown that a lot of people don't know about, Flint City t-shirts, the crepe companies down here. There's a lot of diverse things um, in the city of Flint that you can't really find anywhere else. And you get to see a bunch of amazing murals done by amazing muralists down here. So you kind of don't just get the food, but you also get a whole different vibe from being downtown. It is a
1: fun place to be. Once you're down there, it's just so much fun. When I was much, much younger, we had the MT bus buses that would go downtown and um, they still do that. But I mean, I was able to ride it with my sister. She couldn't go without me. So she had to take me so I would tattle on her if she did anything wrong. My mom knew that I'd be a good set of eyes on her. And I remember like Smith Bridgeman's was downtown. You could see the great big, you know, they would open the windows at Christmas. So you could see the decorations inside. And um, the Moss Store, the Ferris Brothers. So there were so many really cool things. And we have different things now, but they are just as cool. So I'm hoping people will take the bus or drive down there, know how not to get a ticket once they do travel down there and check it all out. Because there's some new things coming too, aren't there?
2: There is. There's a bunch of new things coming in downtown. um, And then there's a bunch of changes coming to downtown. Um, So they're going to make, the river is actually going to be part of the Michigan State Park. So they're going to be doing some restoration um, on the Flint River. Um, And that's supposed to start here in the next couple of months. Um, And then it will have public access for people to be able to get into the river and kayak. Um, They're going to be redoing the bricks, but they're still keeping those historical bricks in there. Um, They're going to be redoing the sidewalks. Um, So they're going to get some beautification there. Um, So they're they're planning on doing a whole bunch. There's a new um, YWCA building going in. Um, So there's a bunch of buildings going up. And then there's a bunch of people just that's down here now trying to add new and inviting things and get cool businesses down here. There's some new shops going in at the um, farmer's market. So it's kind of a whole whole change coming for the summertime. So I think it's going to be absolutely amazing down here. Well, oh, I can't fantastic. wait. Yeah,
0: just I, I, fantastic. I did. Uh, I thought I heard about the f- state new state park. I think it's going to be the hundred and fifth state park in the state of Michigan. I think. Really. Yeah, because yes, there's was a I do think so. Yeah, so that's really cool. Hmm.
1: Interesting, Jay. Glad you share that one with us. Well, I'm anxious to see all of it. I have been kayaking on the river, and it was so beautiful. We saw like hawks were flying over. There was beavers building like a little dam. It was just really and
0: we'll like, be kayaking it this year too because we're getting new good. kayaks. Yeah, so we're we'll definitely definitely be doing that.
1: Well, you can actually use their kayaks too. They'll put them in the yeah. water. It's like ten dollars. It's so cheap. You can't yeah. you can't say no to that. And it was just beautiful. I felt like I was in Colorado or someplace. It was that beautiful?
0: Ooh, I know. It's Truly, a, it's lovely.
1: I know. So they're going to, you said they're bringing that back again this year, right? The kayaking?
2: Yep. Yep. So they're going to actually, they're talking about taking out the dam, which is closer to Harrison street downtown. And they're going to be putting in these riffle spaces. Um, So that way it's kind of gives you a whole different thing to go around. Um, And they're going to be beautifying a whole bunch of the spaces that are down here and giving them, um, giving them a new life. So you, you're so used to seeing them now, but they're going to be um, more vibrant and um it's going to be an amazing project and it's all going to come together and end at the state park um but their their options are going to be phenomenal it's going to be really cool um and then with the new restoration project of the bricks people are going to be able to see the history that's below the bricks um, and they're thinking they might be finding, you know, trolley lines and stuff. So there's going to be some history to come up with those and seeing the whole city transform is going to be amazing.
1: That is going to be fun. Hopefully, like videotape before and after or the process of making it. That'd be kind of cool one day. would to- be
0: really cool. Put some Class 4 rapids on the Flint River. There you go.
1: What are those? You can
0: make that's basically the the, the level of difficulty to get around the rapids. Oh, okay. And it's, so if you put like big rocks in there and push oh, water yeah, yeah. through, it, yeah, there <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that'll work.
1: Well, when I had done it, they met at Tenacity, and we could, they put they put all of the kayaks in the water right then there for you, and then they took us back around, and MTA provided the transportation. They brought us all back to the Tenacity. It was just a smooth running, wonderful activity, and I look forward to doing that again.
2: Yes, that that is always amazing every year
1: all right well my gosh brandy is there anything else you want to share with us any other tips or ideas or future things coming or
2: well, anything i will say that if you have any metering issues please call us in our office we have an amazing staff who's willing to help you get help anybody um also know you can pay at any meter doesn't have to be the meter closest to you it can be any meter um oh. and i which is a big a big thing people don't know um but and as long as you pay before you move your car you don't get a ticket so if you're in court and it runs over Just wait till before you move your car so you can still pay, dissolve your ticket, make it super easy. Um, But we are always here to help. I mean, we really don't want to just hand out parking tickets left and right. We'd rather educate people. Right. Oh, that is so
1: um, good to know. Uh, Cause I was with my friend who told me Right, he said, yeah, your parking fines right there. Cause it was the very end. So I went to parallel park. I loved it, but that obviously what I shouldn't have. And then um, we were in having dinner. And he's like, Oh, I think my meters run out. So he came, he came back out to put money in both of them. He thought he might get a ticket because it was like five minutes over, but good to know that he won't because he's not move his car. He just put more money in.
2: Yep, that, and, and that's the main thing is you don't have to move the car as long as you pay for it before you leave. If you think you're only going to be five and you were 10, You can drop in a quarter and it saves you the time that you were there and it dissolves the ticket. And that's a lot of things people don't know, but I also don't want people to be afraid. So if you also can give us a call, we can walk you through how to use it when you're out on the street or one of our amazing maintenance staff. They're out on the street every day. They also know how to help. So we're more than willing to help and make sure that you have an amazing experience downtown.
1: And I've also been told you have an app. You mentioned that before. What is the app that they can actually put the money on that right as they're sitting outside and I have to go out to do that?
2: Yep. Yeah. Um, so that is the mobile app is called Century mobile. It's Sentry Mobile. It's S E N T R Y Mobile, and it is a mobile app that you can not only use in Flint, but Royal Oak, Hamtramck also have the same metering system. So a few other places in the state of Michigan where you can use it, and you can do pay by space. But I always suggest to everybody to do the auto pay feature, which is the concierge feature. So when you park, it automatically reads your license plate. And it will only charge you a quarter for every 15 minutes you're there. And then it will also send you a text message, hey, you've almost reached your four-hour max. Please move your car to not get a ticket. It will also send you a text message that your funds are low to make sure to re-up those so you don't get a ticket. Um, And in addition to that, you can put up to 30 license plates on one app. So that way if you have a whole team of people, you only need one app to put your whole team on it. That's
1: good to know. And you just mentioned something I didn't know. I didn't know there was a limit of four hours.
2: Yep, it's a city ordinance that you can only park for four hours in parking spaces on Saginaw Street. Okay. Um. So with that being the case, the app kind of helps you to know, hey, you're getting close to that time mm-hmm. to make sure you don't get a ticket for staying too long.
1: And there's no charge after
2: 5 o'clock, is that correct? Correct. No charge after 5 o'clock as long as you don't park in reds or yellows. All right,
0: good. Good to know. <laughs> and, of course, that's only on Saginaw, like if you park in a flat lot or something, it's all day $5. Correct.
2: Yep, okay. yep, that's yeah. $5 for the whole day. Good. Good. But
0: that's
1: also after five o'clock. Are the are the like the arms open so you can park in there for free after five o'clock? Or they still stay down?
2: No, the 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 flat lot, the Rutherford and Riverfront ramp are all five dollars all day long.
1: Oh, so even after five o'clock, you got to pay five dollars. Correct. Okay, I thought you meant for five bucks. You can stay over there four hours. It was just like all day. But right. okay, I thought didn't it used yeah. to be after five o'clock it was free? Like in the times they did do,
2: they did do that for a while, and then there were some incidents downtown. Okay. Um. So we made it so it was an all day thing and it stopped there from being any more incidents. Well, that's good. That, that worked out perfectly.
1: All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good thinking there. All right. Well, Brandy, thank you so much. You have definitely educated us and I'm hoping that others will listen to this and learn as well. That's why we try to do it every week, don't we, Jen?
0: Absolutely. And if Stephanie, if you get another ticket, just, just call Brandy.
1: <laughs> I know. Or you go on the website because you can pay it there. <laughs> and the pictures do not lie. It shows you where you parked and what time. It's like, Oh, okay. There was a line there. So, yep, definitely. No,
0: don't call Brandy. <laughs> no, do, do
1: not. That. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> We appreciate your help on that one, Brandy. We know what you want. Oh. Everybody to come
2: downtown. Most definitely. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you for having me on, and you guys are amazing as always. Ah, oh, thanks so much. <laughs> we'll see you downtown sometime soon. Yep, absolutely. And you can get there
1: by thank MTA. You, you bet. Right. Thank you, MTA will take you downtown anytime you want as well. That's the right. Transfer Center is right downtown, across from the Flint Farmers Market. That's right. We're there. We're there for you. There for you. MTA on the road with MTA Jay and Stephanie K. And we thank you for listening. And listen again next week and find out some more awesome information.
0: Absolutely. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.